This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Jesus. Hey. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, hey. Jeff went from sultry to ice cream shop guy from The Simpsons <laughs> in the span of 20 seconds. <laughs> Sorry everybody, I'm getting over a cold. Um, this week we're talking about Best in Show. This came out in the year 2000, directed by Christopher Guest. <laughs> Written by Christopher Guest and Eugene Lilly, Lilly, Eugene Levy, <laughs> starring Fred Willard, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hare, uh, Eugene Levy. I probably said his name already. All the usuals from these uh, mockumentaries: uh, Michael Hitchcock, Parker Posey, uh, John Michael Higgins, Michael McKean, everybody. Will Sasso, Ed Begley yeah, Jr. <laughs> Um, all right, so this is we're making a stretch here. It's Thanksgiving times. This is the Mayflower Dog Show. There you go. It matches up. It's very makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a pure coincidence, but we'll take it. <laughs> um, I nominated this movie, and just this is something which <laughs> I saw on video years later. Um, but funny, I don't know if I ever told you guys this. There was one we had a party at someone's house, like your house Alex or somebody's and you guys I ended up leaving because I wasn't feeling so good and you guys all watched Mr. Show and I had never heard of it or seen it before and you guys were talking about it the next day like crazy so like the next weekend I went out and got it but I thought you guys said bested show <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it oh, yeah, this is funny and then, <laughs> and then I realized a couple days later hey we're not even talking about the same thing so that's kind of how I found it <laughs> I thought I was watching Mr. Show so I got best in show still gold yeah, exactly. Um, so I never saw the theater. I didn't even know it was a thing until um, I accidentally got it. So that's my history with it. Uh, Alex? I honestly don't remember if I saw this in the theaters or in the or on DVD. Probably on DVD first. But yeah, I didn't know what to expect. But after that first scene was done, I was, I was in. I was all in. It's freaking great. Yeah. Scott? I did see this in the theater. Um, I don't remember if I, I went to see it just because it was a comedy. Like maybe I, I wasn't that aware of Christopher Guest at that point. Um, I don't even know if I'd seen Spinal Tap at that point. I probably hadn't. Uh, but yeah, I saw this in the theater, and yeah, the the movie is hysterical at points, and yeah, I don't regret it. <laughs> don't regret it. Um, yeah, I want to say I watched it, and then it came in a two pack with um, Shakur. No, with Waiting for Guffman. And that yeah. was the best, best two for one I ever got. <laughs> Waiting for Guffman's pretty funny, too. Yeah, but uh, I think I like this one I, more. I don't know about you guys. I still haven't seen that one. I think I like this one more, too, but they're both great. It's like Spinal Tap's right up there with it. I don't, Spinal Tap yeah. might be better. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I, Spinal I, Tap is better, but it, Best in Show is close. It's yeah. really close. Well, the, I, I, Spinal Tap wasn't directed by Guest. Yeah. Correct. Uh, but, you know, it's practically the same thing but but i would say that i i like this better than waiting for guffman because it's a little more grounded like the characters are a little more real 
you know, there's some over the top shit in, uh, <laughs> in waiting for Guffman. Like people, there's no way people would act like that in real life. But there's some of that here. But anyway, yeah. Well, Jason Alexander thought the same thing until he met Larry David. <laughs> hmm? No one would ever respond this way. What do you mean? That's exactly what I did. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. As usual, we're going to talk about seven. Each of us talk about seven items from the movie. Um, I will go first. My number seven is uh, the very beginning. Like Alex said, the dog on Damn. the uh, <laughs> on he the psych my bed. Number, it's my number seven too. <laughs> yeah. Just the couples therapy. Well, you think it's couples therapy, but then it's couples slash dealing with your dog therapy and the dog laying on the little psych bed. That little just visual gag is hilarious. And uh, their whole talk about how they can't, the dog, ever since the dog saw him have sex, it's all different. The dogs, it just, it sets up and they're so serious. This couple, I have more to say about this couple later on, but yeah, <laughs> just the way this movie starts, it's, it's, it's good. I actually forgot about it until I put it on this week. And like, oh man, so good. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, Alex, if this is your number seven, you go next. Uh, yeah, uh, to add to that, when I first saw the scene, I'm like, okay, this is kind of serious. It's like, oh, shit. When they're talking about the third party, you know, they just walked in and saw us having sex. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> like, their kid, like, walked in. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, that's got to be traumatizing. <laughs> you see the dog just slumped over the chair. <laughs> that was the most depressing, look- depressed-looking dog I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I've seen droopy cartoons, for Pete's sake. Jesus. Yeah. He's more, de- right. more depressed than droopy. Going down, sir. Alex. I mean, Scott, number one. Jesus. <laughs> number one. Number seven. Fuck. Okay. First one. I'm so, so this was tough for me because I, I I didn't want to just do like, oh, that line was hilarious. That line was hilarious. But that's what I wound up doing. It was going to be a combination of that and, and some of the characters. Uh, mm-hmm. But the my number seven is uh, Jennifer Coolidge. The first time you see her, the, uh, the trophy Coolidge. wife. Coolidge. Uh, when she talks about, we have so much in common. We both love soup. <laughs> that was like the first time I, I laughed out loud as, as I was rewatching it. You know, like right in the beginning, we both love soup. <laughs> and then she goes on to talk about like the, we could just not talk for hours, but the, we both love soup made me laugh. Yeah. So that was the first, the first big laugh out of me, number seven. All right. Uh, my number uh, six is so ridiculous. It's when Harlan Pepper, Christopher Guest character, is driving to the show, and he just just starts talking about naming nuts. What the fuck? This is the most ridiculous <laughs> improv I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was great. You can see he's like having a hard time keeping a straight face, dude. In yeah. I used to drive, and I would just sit there and name nuts: <laughs> white almond nut, pistachio nut, uh, pine nut. That's a nut, but it's also the name of a town. Uh, which is <laughs> yeah. from. And my mom, she'd be in the back, says, "Stop naming nuts." <laughs> you can't write that. I mean, literally, you can't write that. <laughs> so yeah, it's just the bizarreness of him just naming nuts down this, driving down the road. That's, I think sometimes when I hear someone, one of the nuts he says, it'll trigger something in my mind, and I'll just start saying, "Stop naming nuts." <laughs> He is, for my money, he has the best dog, too. Yeah. Oh, that bloodhound. I love that dog. Yeah, that bloodhound, man. <laughs> yeah. 
That whole, yeah, that whole sequence is good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, number six. My number six is <laughs> fucking two left feet. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was great. In the same introduction uh, between uh, Cookie and Eugene Levy. I forget his character's name. What's his face? Anyways, Who? they're going just like, oh, yeah, I said I can't uh, dance. Jerry. Two le- yeah, Jerry. Thank you. Like, yeah, I've got two left feet. <laughs> he looks down. I thought he was pants. joking. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was joking. No, he's got, he was born two left feet. Yeah, but with a lot of, you know, therapy. <laughs> Learned to walk in a straight line. <laughs> oh, and the callback later at the end of the movie was freaking fantastic. Yeah. With Fred Willard and what's-his-face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just the way that when he goes, yeah, I had two left feet. Which okay, and then the way she just interrupts. Yeah, I thought he was joking. <laughs> it goes back to him. Yeah, no, I was born with a condition. <laughs> I used to walk in circles. They called me Loopy. <laughs> so stupid. It's like, See, Scott, that's not very grounded, but whatever, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't full, like there was some ridiculous stuff in this, but. Uh... That's good. All right. Uh, Scott, number six. Number six is the just the, the running joke about Cookie sleeping with all the dudes that keep coming across. Oh, yeah. damn it. That's my number five. That's my that number should, five. <laughs> was, every time it happens, it's like it, it made me laugh out loud. The, my favorite was just the first time with uh, Larry Miller. And uh, <laughs> he said, it was you that one time on the beach, right? And she, and she says... Are you sure that was you? Like, full, <laughs> fully admitting that she, like, banged some random dude on a beach. She wasn't sure that it was him. Like, but, yeah, just that joke goes on. And then the, the the recording guy at the end, when she says, wow, have you grown? And the, and the guy says, yeah, and I'm growing something right now. Yeah. <laughs> or I think I messed the line a little bit. No, you got it right. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm growing man. right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, time, and she's, like, always, like, super, like, oh, yeah, that was great. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's the gall of these guys to start talking right in front of her husband. Yeah. She used to do this thing with her legs. Yeah. <laughs> I've banged a lot of cocktail waitresses in my day, but she's like, you don't forget the best. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, and then she, they're, she, they're talking about it. <laughs> she, she says... Yeah, she's been around. She's been with dozens, and she just goes, corrects them, hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that was my number five. I said just the reoccurring <laughs> jokes about his wife. Um, so same with you, Alex? <laughs> yeah. What was, right. what was the guy that was like, man, I'd never done it on a roller coaster before? <laughs> that, that was yeah. <laughs> that, some of those other part of it. That was, the, that was the guy at the end, too, the uh, guy in the booth. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was my favorite then. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, you remember this? I'm not wearing underwear. <laughs> She's all bulge. <laughs> Is that you? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> His name was Bulge. Oh, Jeebus. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Larry Miller one too. When he just hands the dog Eugene Levy and just starts kissing her, like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have more to say about that. Okay. A little bit more to say about that, too. All right. Well, then, uh, well, we're all the way back to you again, Scott. Switch number five. <laughs> number five is, is just a throwaway line. And it was 
it was uh, at the beginning when they're they're having the going away party for, for Cookie and Jerry because they're going to the dog show, and how they're going to Philadelphia. And the one neighbor's like, "Oh, what, what are you gonna do in Philadelphia?" And <laughs> Eugene Levitt character is so excited to explain it all to him. He's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna try to take it all in. We're gonna see it all. Uh, we're gonna see the Liberty Bell." And then the neighbor, just like in total astonishment, goes, "No!" <laughs> so excited, and then they and they go into like the old cheese factory thing, and it was so ridiculous. But just the, the name—I don't even know if the guy had a name, but he was just like. <laughs> it's astonishment that he was going to go see the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. No, <laughs> that was another laugh out loud moment for me. Oh man, that was good. That, that was. They were definitely uh, doing like middle class white America there with that. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's good. All right, well, runner number four is now. Yeah. Yes. All right, my number four is Busy B. God damn it. <laughs> The whole thing with him just keep uh, the reoccurring thing, like bring up Busy B. Oh God, she's not responding. Busy B. (laughs) And then later on, they can't find it, and she goes back to the hotel, and she's just being a total bitch to the maid and the hotel manager, and then at the store with the guy. Oh, here it is. What? That's a fish. Yeah, but it's red and yellow. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, it's black and yellow. Dogs not gonna yeah. know the difference. I mean, you know, yeah. it looks like a bee. Yeah. Well, no, that, that's a parrot. She just oh, she's such a bitch. Which yeah. is this goddamn busy thing. And then he finds she finally returns and hands it to the husband. What is this? It's not busy bee. It's all I can find. Ah, it's, oh, it's busy bee. And the, to the very beginning when she's not responding. Oh God, she's not responding. <laughs> Don't spit at me. All right, that's my number four. Go ahead. Hmm? All right, guess not. Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is staying at Max's when Cookie and Jerry go over to <laughs> Cookie's ex-boyfriend's house. And yeah, he just leans in for a big old French kiss. It's like right in front of his wife. Also. And that whole sequence was just amazing. Like the, They're at dinner. He's like, talking through dinner and stuff and jerry's like okay that's it he gets all upset why don't i uh why don't i uh, uh compliment your wife on her luscious uh luscious huge melon breasts huh it's like all awkward <laughs> and i love that the, the wife is like oh thank you yeah <laughs> like, all smiles. that was awesome and then the kid that comes in he's <laughs> like oh yeah it's a parachute man huh yeah at the very end, he's on the roof. It's like, oh my gosh, with the dog. Like, I'm a hostage to go to here. This is what I do for a living, okay? You come down here right now, or I'm gonna sh- pop. Oh, what was it? I'm gouge, pop gouge your eyeball gouge out. Your fucking eyeball out with my thumb, you son of a bitch. I shit you not, he says. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah. Fucking like hostage negotiator. Little trick about hostage negotiation. They all jump. They all jump. jump. This one guy. Now, people think they just jump and then that's it. No. This guy jumps, gets his head caught in a gargoyle, pops right off, guts are flying everywhere. Oh, fantastic. That's my number four. All right. Scott, number four. Uh, number four is uh, a line from uh, from Jane Lynch's character, Christy Cummings, 
when they're they're outside in the the fancy kennel that they've they've made for Rhapsody and White. Um, we're talking about how they make a good team. How uh, she's like the disciplinarian, and Jennifer Coolidge is like the one that gives the unconditional love. And then, <laughs> and then Jane Lynch's character goes on to talk about, yeah, that's that's how it worked in my family growing up. That was my mom giving uh, all the unconditional love, and that's what worked in my family until she committed suicide in '81. Just <laughs> 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 brings the whole thing down. <laughs> Uh, just non sequitur. Uh, again, shit that made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Until she committed suicide in '81. Yeah. Jesus. All right. All right. Uh, we're on to number threes, and mine is a it's a continuation of Busy Bee, but it had to be its own thing because I love saying this line. It's once again it's Posey Parker, and they're up searching for the the Busy Bee in the hotel room. And they're telling her stuff. And she finally just shows, you obviously don't know my dog. You obviously <laughs> don't know my dog. Oh, it's so... You know people like that. Oh, God, yeah. it pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You obviously don't know my dog. Yeah, that, that, that couple is an honorable mention for me. Parker Posey and... Uh, whatever his name was... Uh... I do like it. Right as, that's right as she leaves and she thinks... And the guy's like, why don't you go to the pet store downstairs? Well, thanks. Why did you tell me? You must be some kind of genius or something. Thank you, you stupid hotel manager. <laughs> <laughs> Improvised insult that's not that much of an insult, but I love it. But the you obviously don't know my dog. It's my number three. Alex. My number three is Stefan and Scott, the couple. Mm-hmm. Just their banter, their... The chemistry they have between each other is fantastic. Like, Stefan is trying to play it, you know, straight and everything, and Scott is super flamboyant. It's like, oh, so you're saying you just have a lot of meat here, huh? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. always on, yeah. yeah. Can, I, can you hand me one of those pepperoni sticks? I just want to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was I, great. <laughs> I just like the, I like the gag when they're just packing... Uh, yeah. And we're going to be in Philadelphia for two nights. All right, so I need two more kimonos. <laughs> yeah, 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 six kimonos. So, yeah, I need two more. I think they redecorate their hotel room and everything. It's like, oh. Yeah. Awesome. They walk, they walk their Shih Tzu around first, and then Scott has to go back to the hotel, get ready, get a completely different outfit for the best in show. <laughs> oh, that was great. The way he walks, so so elegant and refined. Oh, yeah. God. He just goes... Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was Michael McKean. Like, I've been watching him recently on Better Call Saul. And just like, that guy, that guy should have won an award from, at some point from him. That guy's so good. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, nice call. All right. Scott, number three. Number three is the, the last of his singular lines. But uh, we've seen that in that same scene where they're, when uh, they're eating dinner with uh, Larry Miller's character. Um, and this is after Cookie had mentioned the. Uh, the line about uh, or about having sex in the, with the pinata or whatever the, the deal was on the beach <laughs> and everyone gets pissed off in the yelling and you hear the wife the other wife just like it was like a throwaway line you barely hear her say it but she goes I don't know what a pinata is oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is a pinata yeah I don't even know what a pinata is like, such like a under the radar. <laughs> it was like the could have been like the funniest thing that's said in that whole scene. 
I don't even know what a pinata is. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's probably like hard, like out of the the non Larry Miller, Fred Willard stuff was the the singular thing that made me laugh the most outside of those guys. Nice. All right. Well, speaking of Fred Willard, uh, my number two is everything that comes out of the announcer's <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Yep. Yes, that's my number two uh, also. <laughs> Uh, Fred Willard nails it. And the other guy, I don't know his name, but he plays it great as a straight man to, to Fred Willard's character. But just, oh, there's so many. <laughs> you know, they should like, you know, make a calendar and have him dressed all sexy and everything. Doing it doggy style. You know, whatever. I'm not the literary guy. You got to do that. <laughs> you know what would be great if they put one of those Sherlock Holmes <laughs> hats on the... <laughs> You know, with the pipe, you know, they, it wouldn't actually be smoking it. You know, they'd get like bubbles or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> how much do you think I can bench press? <laughs> yeah. How do you think? What do you guys? I don't know where the bench press one. And then there's one of such elegant dog. It's a shame to think in some countries they're eaten. <laughs> yeah. Or the, 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 there's that one. There's, there's the. So with all these dogs, like different breeds, you've got like German shepherds, you've got dogs from like China and all these other places. Do you think they bark differently? Like... <laughs> <laughs> bark in different languages, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's man. like a scene of the judge like you know testing the one of the dogs testicles he's like ooh judge Judy, I wouldn't like her judging me on a date yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> why, why do they run away from the judges like that <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah and then like Alex mentioned he mentions the left feet and so then, is, there, uh, is there something wrong with his feet yeah, I believe there is yeah. Yeah, he makes a comment about cookies, uh, you know, saying that he's been with her too. <laughs> yeah. he, he calls Jane Lynch a little fellow. That little fellow looks excited. <laughs> <laughs> she wins. Oh, he's good. Like, do you remember he used to be in the Tonight Show? He would have like a reoccurring theme of like, I thought it was like Segway Sam or whatever. Like, <laughs> he would just be off screen, like pretending he's at a party, and then like Leno would throw these lines over to him, and he would just riff with it. Oh, it was a great skit. He's just so good at it. Scene stealer. He is. Um, yeah, well, that's my number two. So, Alex. The same. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to add a little trivia that they, Fred Willard and, uh, what's what's his name? Miller? What, Miller? The other announcer? The British guy? Oh, um. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Anyway. Well, anyways. Um. They had to film that all in one day, and it was almost like a 24-hour shoot for them. And it was all after the fact. Everything was shot, and they were actually reacting to um, footage that they were watching. But they had to do it all in one day because the British guy had to go back to England, like, pretty much the next day. Uh, for something on BBC. Yeah, so Jim Jim Paddock. Piddock. Yeah, thank and you. And he wasn't, he wasn't even a... a like he's never announced a dog show before since he just like researched the the role, so he's actually like knowledgeable about the shit he was talking about. Yeah, it was pretty impressive in its own right. It was. All right, well, Scott, number two, number two, Larry Miller. Okay, it's almost everything he says and does is fucking gold. But the <laughs> no, this this is what I do for a living. This is what I do for a living. <laughs> You get down here right now, or I'll gouge out your left eyeball. I shit you not. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking gold. Yep, Larry Miller. 
So speaking of Larry Miller, the first so back when we first got cable and back when Comedy Central used to used to show just a lot of stand up. You guys remember that? Where we'd just be constantly yeah. HBO used to do that too. Ugh, yeah, the brick wall. Yeah. Ugh. And I just remember him telling me and every time this happens or started happening to me later on in life where he would talk about how night night you versus day you and you're you're out with your friends and you're gonna but i'm gonna be responsible i'm gonna come home at a certain time and then a little devil pops up on your shoulder what do you mean man don't worry about it just go out and have fun i am with my friends <laughs> it's this whole story and when you when you open the door the bar and the lights out oh we weren't expecting that were you <laughs> so good all right my number one i could not pick which couple I like the best. So I'm just going to say they nailed every, like, not every, but all the couples felt real, like Scott mentioned earlier. They all just felt good. You had the, the yuppie couple, the the magazine catalogs. C- catalog couple. You had the gay couple. You just had, like, kind of the hick guy. You had the suburbia, middle America. They just all, I couldn't pick between them. And then you had, like, the rich, preppy Jane Lynch Stuff so all that. I don't know who I like more. I think I got a little more laughs out of. I don't know. I can't say because every time I would say one, so I don't know. Just I think they nailed them, and also just add the, all the dogs are cool. Obviously, we haven't really talked about the dogs yet, but I think Scott, you like the Bloodhound best. I think yeah. I would agree. Um, obviously, wouldn't pick the poodle. Yeah, Ter- yeah. Rhapsody and wait. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, I thought you nailed all the couples. That's my number one, Alex. My number one is kind of like that, but just all the characters in general. Not only the main couples, but also all the side characters and everybody that like played along. Like a perfect exa- example of this was Will Sasso, who had a very tiny part. He was, I mean, he's still kind of unknown, and like he never really made it big. But even then, he was just a no-name guy, and he was just a bait shop, just talking to Pepper. It's like was a lot of a lot of fishing in Philadelphia. It's like, no, I'm going to a dog show. It's like, well, what, what are you going fishing? Yeah, it's like how are you gonna go fishing? It's stuff like that, and uh, Ed gives him the mix. Sorry, what, Sasso gives him the mixtape. Oh, yeah. here's that tape I was talking about the guy that plays the funny songs. <laughs> yeah, it's stuff like that. Peppered in and all the characters, even the maid that was just supposed to be yeah. a throwaway. Oh, I forgot what she said, but it was her and Ed Bigley Jr. It was fantastic. Oh, and I wanted to throw in this little bit of the shop owner for the pet store downstairs mm-hmm. where uh, Parker Posey picks the guy. Yeah, whatever. Just give me this one. <laughs> the guy's like, that's the least thing like a bumblebee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when she basically just runs off. Yeah. It's everybody. This movie has a perfect casting. Yeah, I would go ahead and add the guy who puts on the show, like when he's talking about you know preparing oh, for the Mayflower, yeah, the, the NBC president. Well, the, the, that Bob, guy too. Bob that guy, and then yeah, then there's the other bald guy who's like, he just talks about you know they're setting up the stage and everything. There's two different bald white guys. <laughs> I remember yeah. they're both good. I know one of them was a, a judge, a bald white guy. What's his? Oh, yeah. He's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, but yeah, the NBC guy you talked about. I like how when he's at Fred Willard's interviewing him, uh, you know, Mayflower. Little known fact: Christopher Columbus did not land on Plymouth Rock. 
<laughs> Actually. Yeah. Like, well, he also had, you know, the Nina, the pizza, the, the uh, Santa Maria. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <coughs> uh, all right. Uh, Scott, number one. Okay. So, number one is Fred Willard. Okay. Uh, it's basically everything we've said out of him. Just, just this constant stream of just nonsense. Like, uh, and, I, and I realize you probably recorded a lot more than that, and they, they cut it down, but... Oh, like I would it, die to get my hands on those in, in the movie, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's constant, like, and almost everything he says is hilarious. Uh, and, and it's not just, like, what he's saying, but just his whole delivery. Like, yeah. just the complete obliviousness of, of what's going on, and uh, how... <laughs> the annoyance of his announcing partner. Uh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, Fred Willard, number one. All right, sounds good. All right, well, let's uh, rate it. Unless you guys have any honorable mentions, uh, he's just right. a shop owner guy. <laughs> That's the least thing like, like a bumblebee. <laughs> that might be the the biggest laugh I got, <laughs> aside from Fred Willard's stuff. <laughs> uh, just just oh, one, one more honorable mention. Like you said, the catalog couple, uh, the <laughs> the Jay Crew, like the LL Bean, like they both yeah. had the braces. Um, yeah, and then one honorable mention, one more line. Uh, it was Jane Lynch when they, they go on the, the morning show and they meet the host. And she tells the dude, Oh, you're so short. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing that made me laugh. <laughs> and the yeah. dogs, the dogs are awesome. I love yeah. the dogs. I, I like how this, like, like, they, they show, <laughs> I, I don't know how to, to, like, put this exactly, but the, you know, the dogs are, like, the, like most normal thing about this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll add like the the epilogue of this, just seeing all all of what they're all doing, like Cookie and them are recording the tape. Harlan's doing this ventriloquism act. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Coolidge and Jane Lynch are like doing the only magazine for gay lesbian dog owners or whatever. American bitch, yeah, American yeah. Bitch. So stupid. And then the the gays were doing uh, what were they doing? Like uh, a, the calendar shoot. Yeah, yeah calendar like of the old, old movies yeah. like Gone with the Wind, and yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, all right, let's rate it uh, as usual. We'd go from a score of one to seven. Seven being perfect, one being absolute garbage. Um, oh, this is hard for me, but I have to give it a six, almost a seven. But I will err on the side of six. Um. So there you go, Alex. I'm also going to give this a six because, yeah, it it doesn't beat Spinal Tap in my book, and it definitely doesn't beat Blazing Saddles. So that's my benchmark. But yeah, this is a six. It's great. All right. Scott. Uh, Also a six. All right. Larry stuff. All right. Sounds good. Um, real quick, I need to stop for a bl- no nose blow break. <laughs> right back. <laughs> and we're back. Our crossover list is top in movie announcers or in movies, TV, video games, I guess. Um, so I'll lead it off. And I ha- I wanted to put this on here because I hated it so much, but it stood out to me. And uh yeah. Don't do it, Jeff. Don't do it. <laughs> I wonder what you think I'm gonna say. 
What do you think of this, Scott? I think this has to do with pod racing. It is. Oh, God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> he should have made my list. <laughs> I don't ben, know the guy's fucking name. Well, Two it's headed. Not ben Quadraneros. That's the guy that <laughs> lost his power. He lost his pod for, to the power coupling. God damn it, Alex. I was going to say, because all he does is talk about is Ben Quadraneros' power coupling. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that little earthling is out of his mind, or whatever he says. Oh, he's <laughs> the worst. Boomba. Yeah, one head speaks in common and the other one in whatever alien language. Oh, God. French. I hate it. I hate it so much. French. I hate <laughs> it so much. But it did pop in my mind when I was trying to think of in-movie announcers. Oh, God. <laughs> so, sorry, but I had to bring it up. My number five. That guy. I'll get his name while, while Alex goes on. <laughs> Alex, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is uh, from The Simpsons. The announcer for the isotopes when Homer was dancing Homer. Oh, that's a good one. And he, he was pretty, you know, straightforward and everything, except when he recreates that uh, great baseball line from What's-His-Face, <laughs> except the topes lose, like they end their winning streak. And he just, topes lose. Topes lose. Yeah. Topes lose. <laughs> just keeps <laughs> going and going. Uh, gold. Is, is that episode where they try to move the team to Albuquerque? No, this is Dancing Homer. Okay. I and he goes, he moves over to Capital City. That's like season one That'd or two, be early, right? Yeah, yeah. Alex was doing yeah. the old old Homer voice, so yeah, that must have been... Mm-hmm. Two, <laughs> two or three. All right, uh, before we go on to Scott, I mm-hmm. found out the guy's name, I can't even fucking say it. Fodes and Bede Anadu, better oh. known as Fode and Bede. So, That's right. Yeah, there you yeah, go. I don't know. All right, Scott, number seven. It's number five. <laughs> I feel, I feel like even though I learned something that I, that I'm less for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, number five is Killian from Running Man. Uh, oh, the only yeah. the only villain announcer on my list. Uh, Damn. That counts. Played by the real life Richard Dodson, who was a real life uh, announcer on Family Feud. Hey, and would uh, creepily kiss people on the show. Anyway, uh, Killian, evil announcer. All right, that's a good one. I wouldn't call him an announcer, but I'll, I'll allow it. He's a host. Yeah. I'll be back only in reruns. All right, well, my number four, and it's, it's funny that I have it on here because I've only seen this movie once and I don't remember exactly what they said, but I remember being enjoyable. It's the Gary Cole and Jason Bateman announcers. Uh, he's my number two. Those guys. Dodgeball. On the Ocho. On the Ocho, yeah. The so, Ocho. Alex, it's yet number two. I'll let you talk about it more. But I had to put that on there because I remember like that being the the funny thing of the movie besides dodging a wrench, which is on the commercial. So, Rip Torn. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think it was last year, the year before... During ESPN's one of their anniversaries, they actually put on the Ocho. Like they actually had an Ocho channel for like a day or something, like a week or whatever it was. Pretty funny. Wait, is the Ocho from that or is it from basketball? No, the Ocho is from, from Dodgeball. Yeah, Dodgeball. Okay. Fictional Ocho. ESPN, the Ocho. All right. All right, well, Alex, number four. My number four is from a video game from the SNES and Sega Genesis era. You guys know what I'm talking about? I think I do. This is uh, a twin stick shooter. No? Yeah, it is. Oh, damn it. I should have thought about it. 
motherfucker. What? Anyways. This isn't... No. Oh, you suck, Alex. I know. It's NBA Jam. Boom, shaka waka. From downtown. Up. He's on fire. Okay, I thought you were going to say Smash TV. I know. Damn it, Alex. I should have thought of that. <laughs> that those are good. both Those are both really good. <laughs> good Smash TV. Big prizes. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Which is a ripoff, obviously, but still funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely um, NBA Jam. That was good. All right. Scott, number four. Okay. Number four is Rob Schneider. Uh, going going deep here. Rob Schneider from Necessary Roughness. Uh, this was a, a 90s college football movie starring Scott Bakula and Sinbad and Larry Miller. Just to bring things full circle. Mm-hmm. And Kathy Ireland. And Kathy Ireland, yes. Let us not forget Jason Baseman. Again, to, to bring things around. Uh, this he was, was the Fumbalaya. Fumbaruski. Yep, that was Rob Snyder. Nice. He can do it. Not uh, that. Different, different college football movie with Rob yeah. Snyder. Oh, no. We suck again. <laughs> All right. Um, my number three. We've done this movie. We talked about him. Um, would be Jim Carr from Slapshot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The peanut vendors are standing up to him. Oh, that's not even Jim Carr. Shit. I can't. I've got the wrong guy. That was like the visiting announcer. But anyway, Jim Carr <laughs> talking about how a sickening display at the end when the um, yeah. when Ned Braden's skating around with his clothes off and everything. And he says, Ladies and gentlemen, you've never seen a match of hockey before. This is not how it's supposed to be. Right. And then the the reading of the lineup of the the bad guys at the end of the movie, his the his deep his deportation and that country's refusal to accept him. Well, that's more than any eighteen year old should be able to handle. The <laughs> net, um, the the poor Denny Pratt tragedy. He shakes his head. So, anyway, Jim Carr from Slapshot, my number three, Alex. Uh, my number three. And I think I got the right guy because I only remember the voice being very exuberant and making the matches feel more alive. It's WWF and E announcer Jim Ross. <laughs> wow. Spine, Spinebuster! Shades of Arn Anderson! <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's like a real announcer, but I'll allow it. Hey, Jim Ross is awesome, so you're right there. But, yeah, uh, yeah. It's sports entertainment, though, so I guess mm-hmm. I have to allow it. That's if I would have right. thought of it, I I did, all my yeah. top five would have been WWE. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Lawler. Yeah, I thought uh, about Jerry Lawler. But Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon, yeah. Vince McMahon, they're all good. Even some of the wrestlers were not behind the table sometimes. <laughs> or through the table. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was only the, the Mexican Mex- table, right? Yeah, yeah, the Mexican announcer table. <laughs> It was a sad year when they stopped doing that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> by God! Jim, yeah, but Jim Ross is the best. Right. Spinebuster, Shades of Arn Anderson. You'd always say it. <laughs> always. I just love those memes now where they, they dub his voice in over some weird thing <laughs> happening there. Yeah. Uh, oh, my call. God. Paralyzed. <laughs> And he's getting a chair. He's going to the top ropes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, number three. Number three. Uh, I don't know. 
might have to go to the judges for this one, but uh, I'm going to go with the FedNet announcer from Starship Troopers. The, yeah. the guy announcing everything on, on FedNet. Would you like to know more? And the guy doing the the uh, propaganda videos when he names everybody like, uh, like Ace Private freely and yeah. uh, Captain Johnny Rico. I would not call him an announcer, but whatever. You already have Killian, so yeah. your list is flawed. It's not pure. <laughs> whatever. Schindler would be upset with your list, Scott. Oh. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Life is short with Liam Neeson. <laughs> Spielberg would actually cast me because I like to make lists. Yeah. <laughs> you have cancer. <laughs> riddled, with AIDS. AIDS. riddled with AIDS, AIDS. R- riddled, yeah. riddled with AIDS <laughs> yeah. alright uh, my number two uh, we know we, we don't like to normally do this but I had to do it Fred Willard best in show um, yeah. easily my number two on this list since he's by far better than every other one except my number one Yeah, I think I, I think Jeff it. and I have the same number one Yeah, I, know I think we all have the same number one <laughs> oh, I'm really here. But, all right what's your number yeah. two then uh, Gary uh, Cole and Jason Bateman. Okay. Okay. From uh, Dodgeball. Yeah, they're fantastic. Calling all the uh, all the shots on um, ri- just ridiculous <laughs> dodgeball teams. Uh, the the dynamic between both of them, Jason Bateman being like a tattooed, like drugged out announcer, fantastic. Go watch it, folks. If it's just for the dodgeball announcing scenes. <laughs> yeah. All right, Scott, number two. Number two uh, is uh, Bob Barker from Happy Gilmore. So, he doesn't do any announcing in this, but he is playing himself, and he is an announcer, and it isn't a movie. He's a TV host. Therefore, therefore it counts. Nope, it counts. (laughs) Scott, yours is worse than any list Alex has ever made. (laughs) No way. Yes. That is not possible. Yeah. It shouldn't be, but it is somehow. No way! How does this not count? Game show, game how show does, host. How does this not count? He's not behind a table making commentary on it. You never the, said you the, the fucking thing was announcers. You never explained. This is never broken down. He's an announcer, and he's playing himself in a movie. This counts. He's a TV game show host. He's playing an announcer in this movie. What what is he announcing? He's golfing with Billy. They didn't say didn't say favorite favorite announcing performances. It was God. favorite announcers. All right, folks, let us know. Also, Jeff, you named the you named the two hundred guy from <laughs> from Phantom Menace, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> he was an, an actual sports announcer. Yeah. Oh, so now it's oh, now now it's sports announcer. Oh, for Pete's sake, we're we're talking about. Uh, yeah. Competition. A competition announcer. <laughs> Whatever. I stand by my right. list. Bob Barker. <laughs> I hate that All Bob right. Barker. Uh, my number one. It. Yeah, Scott's list is bad. My number no. one. No, I'm sure. I'm sure his number one is going to be the same. So it's probably going to make up for it. Yeah. Uh, it better be. Uh, Major League Bob Euchre. Yep. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Just right. a bit outside. Yeah. I think we've... he's come up a lot on our podcast. Yeah. Uh, but everything about him. Yeah, so it's not just the lines he's saying, but the delivery too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. He threw out his own son in a father's kids game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> KY ball. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ball four. <laughs> ball eight. <laughs> 
ball to him. How are they laying out pitches this close? <laughs> and, and Rick Vaughn nails them. About time. It's eight nothing. <laughs> oh, so yeah, Bob Euchre, major league. Uh, in case you've been watching and judging by the attendance, you haven't. The Indians have managed to string a few together. Um, all right. That sounds like it's all at number one. So anything else to add? Nope. Other than my list is completely valid. Guys. Nope. It's not. Jeez. But that's all right. I don't think the we'll get <laughs> we'll get kicked off the network. We'll get kicked off the podcast network. Yeah, I know. We gotta talk to the president. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Murdoch for some reason <laughs> come yeah. down and talk to us. Oh, president, president Balaban. <laughs> All right, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex and I like sports. Sports ball. <laughs> So you know how baseball has all these uh, unspoken or uh, just weird rules? And Un- stuff, unwritten and rules. Unwritten rules and traditions yes. and whatnot. Oh, we know about it, but what do you know about it? Oh, no, this one was is about football. There's a little-known unspoken football rule. Oh, do okay. tell. Yeah, where if um, you're meeting a former coach and you respect them a lot, you, uh, you flip them off with a bird. It's a sign of respect. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I just find out. Okay. I think they're reviving it. <laughs> Who's this? It's uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, when he returned to the Superdome uh, during the Philadelphia Eagles, 48-7 loss against the New Orleans Saints, which are real teams. <laughs> uh, yeah, he saw his former coach, Sean Payton, and he gave him the finger. said, hey, good job, buddy. All right. That's uh, there's one thing to be said about the NFL. It is a league of encouragement. Mm-hmm. That's right. All the players are upstanding citizens as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. It's time for Neem News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. So uh, jumping to Netflix, uh, I finished up uh, two series actually. Um, the first was Castlevania, the animated series. Damn it, I still haven't finished that. Uh, so the first season was four episodes. Yeah. Uh, the second season is eight. And it bas- nice. basically finishes up the, the arc of, uh, where the first one was headed. Um, so technically or, it's. I mean, if, you guys can just play, uh, Castlevania three, same thing. Yeah. Some difference. Or something the night. Yeah. Uh, it. Yeah, basically, watch all 12, and that's a full season. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was uh, heavily inspired by Japanese animation, but had a Western sensibility. Uh, I think the two worked well together. Some of the voice performances were a little... Mm, I don't know if weird's the word, maybe uneven, uh, but still good for the most part. And uh, yeah, it was hyper-violent. <laughs> There's lots of swearing. Uh, it was an interesting thing to pop up on Netflix. Uh, the other thing that I finished up was Disenchanted. So I'd mentioned watching this some time ago. Uh, but I finished out the 10 episode, 12 episode? I think it was 10. Uh, maybe it was even 8. But at any rate, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I feel like it wasn't quite hitting its stride, but it seemed like it was about to. Uh, I, I think I enjoyed the later episodes more than the earlier ones. Um, especially after, you know, they kind of established everything. Uh, they, they made some 
odd choices as far as the animation and where to take the humor in places uh, that I don't think really landed. But uh, they're, they've ordered more, I think two more seasons. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I thought the animation itself was great. Uh, like in and of itself, I, I thought it was uh, uh, a lot cleaner than anything I've seen from from like the groaning style or the graining style. Mm-hmm. It's a step up from Futurama, and that's like top tier. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Enjoyed that, and that's basically what I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, Alex, anything you wanted to mention? Mm, oh yeah, did I already talk about playing Red Dead? You have before. Okay, well, this one is about Jeff, and he mentioned that he, you're already bored with the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I and, haven't given it that much. Of, I haven't given it that much of a chance, but yeah, I'm getting a little bored with it. The thing about this game, it, it's interesting and also kind of, um, whatchamacallit, uh, it's an obstacle that the character is already like a thief and a robber and a scoundrel, so you can't kind of do a pure white hat run through the game i mean you can try but it kind of it, it kind of goes against his character so the best i don't know what i'm doing is playing like for any of you D buffs out there a lawful evil where you live by a cold but if you have to you know if you feel somebody needs a killing then they're gonna get killed and yeah that's how i've been playing it i'm j- enjoying the hell out of it all right yeah, I'm not, I know I'm, I mentioned, like, I want to be white hat. It's not necessarily that. I just don't like killing innocent people in the game. It's kind of where, <laughs> even yeah, though I do it, sometimes on accident. <laughs> my, my, which, is my pro- the, which is part of the fun. Yeah, oh, my it gosh. Is. Like, I was, like, I was mentioned on the chat. So my problem of having with the mission seemed to hold your hand, at least so far, way too much. Like, I'm like Wyatt Earp. Every time there's a gunfight, I can just stand up and go, no, and just shoot everybody. No <laughs> like, I don't die. No. And then, so that gets a little boring. And then, all right, I'm going to do a side mission. And there's just so much. There's like so much to uh, go hunting and tracking. I just like, eh, a little too open-ended. But I I haven't played it that much. I'm still like on chapter two, I think. So it's not like I've gotten dirt deep into the game. I think but. everybody's in chapter two still. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm right. in chapter two still. <laughs> Oh, uh, speaking of the video games, I guess a couple other small things. Uh, so the Switch has been pretty good lately. Uh, I picked up Diablo 3, which is a really solid port. I mean, the game's old enough that it's not like it's pushing the graphics, but mm-hmm. uh, 60 frames, it is a very solid port. I'm having fun with that. And the new Pokemons just came out. And I did, I admit I picked that up. I got me some Eevee. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like painfully adorable. Uh, Nobody but, wants that prima donna Pikachu. Nobody does. He's got yeah. that big head over that movie he's, that, that he's in. Yeah. Did we talk about that, Alex? Last week. Uh, yeah, there was a the, the trailer came out for the for the uh, Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. <laughs> as voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. But actually, didn't look horrible. Yeah, as far as video game to movie slash anime to movies, this might be the best one out of both of those worlds. Yep, so we'll see how that turns out. I'm sure it's going to make a lot of money. Uh, Jeff, is there anything you want to talk about? Um, no, the Red Dead, like Alex already brought up, um, I started watching Daredevil Season 3. Okay, yeah, I'm a few episodes mm-hmm. into that. Yeah, 
I think I've only finished the first one, but so far it's living up to the to the movie. It's like I haven't watched it in so long, so I'm, I had to watch the whole like, previously on try to remember how this thing uh-huh. left off. Um, but so far I'm liking that. And, oh, so quick question: Is this uh-huh. before the finger snap? <laughs> they haven't mentioned it yet, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's. Every, all the characters I know are, have showed up, so either they have really good odds or it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I would have been brought up if it was like a concurrent thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. And we'll talk about the video game, and then yeah, Daredevil. Oh, and they announced they finally announced when Game of Thrones is coming back. Oh, so this spring, April. Oh, April. Okay. Yeah, April. Not summer. Nineteen. Thank, oh, thank God. Yeah. And they released the trailer, but the trailer was just all scenes from previous seasons. And they may have slipped something there that I didn't notice, but it was all there was. There was some. There was some new dong in the background. Yeah, <laughs> it's a new dong. It's a new day. <laughs> so get ready. We have like five months. Damn, be mm-hmm. here before we know it. So if you want to rewatch, start it now because you got <laughs> seventy hours, sixty-seven hours, something like that to do it. Oh. Yeah. See if you can spot the George W. head in season one. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's all I got. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and uh, yeah. thanks for listening. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.